Why? I mean, I guess uh, let's just go for it. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right. Hello, everyone. It's Stephen Grant here. Uh, the, um, uh, I'm y- using Eric as an avatar and he's filled with rage. So <laughs> this is going to be an awkward intro and podcast. We're talking about Moon Knight and, uh, <laughs> and uh, how all the gods are stupid as fuck and uh, how the CGI is a lot better in this episode, but the episode itself might be a little bit worse. Uh, we'll talk about it. It's the Infinity Watch Podcast. Oh my goodness, it's going to be a wild one. I can just tell yeah. already. <laughs> Welcome to the Infinity Watch Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3. My name is Tommy. I'm here with my very odd English accent, Yeah, <laughs> Tid co-host, Eric. I'm not sure which one. I felt like that was a few different people, and I don't know who any of them are. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's, uh, my problem is, is for the last couple of years, I've consumed almost exclusively Australian podcasts, and that has ruined my ability to do a British accent, because, um, I just always go Australian. They're too similar, and I'm sure, uh, (laughs) the Aussies and the English will both vehemently disagree with that statement, but you're wrong! You got similar accents! I think I that's how I lost my up. Australian voice is is that uh is that I did the British one too much but I always like do you ever do a, a kiwi like the New Zealand accent no, like I've never turkeys <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to do a good New Zealand accent for the same reason it's even closer to the Australian accent it's like whenever I try to do Korg I just fail miserably <laughs> Amen. Yeah, you just have to watch Flight of the Concords once, and then yeah. that'll get stuck in your head. Yeah, <laughs> super easy. But all right, we have a lot to talk about. We are here to talk about Moon Knight episode three. It's called the Friendly Type, apparently. Mm. Um, lots to go on there, but let's jump right into the news. Um, and also just what? a little FYI, we like today has been Technology Trouble Day. And so sometimes we're cutting out to each other, even though it's not in the recording. So let's be ready for that. Yes, I was just going to say that uh, because this is potentially going to be a disaster, <laughs> but we we will see. It's all right. They're usually a guaranteed disaster. So this is an upgrade. <laughs> all right, let's jump into the news. There's lots of random stuff going on. Um Apparently, there's some question as to whether She-Hulk is going to get pushed back. Um, There's a rumor going around um, that uh, She-Hulk, which is now supposed to be in the middle of the year, coming up probably after this show, has been pushed back to fall. Um, However, there's another person that had a rumor that was now claiming the show has been delayed to late 2022, or maybe even January of 2023. So. Not really sure what's going on there. Like they, I know they did some reshoots, but seems a little strange. Things keep moving so much still. Yeah, I mean, 
good because the CGI has to be right for that show, like more than any other show, or else it's going to be absolutely fucking laughable. Um, so good. Take the time. Get the CGI right. It, it'll it's fine. We have more than enough Marvel contents. <laughs> just make it make it uh, make it look good. I'm so sick of shitty CGI. I just had like a dream, a dream sequence in my brain where you're actually like the head of a department at the MCU and you got the first cut of She-Hulk and it and She-Hulk just looked like the Spider-Man suit from Civil War. Oh, I I wouldn't have that job long because I'd have a brain aneurysm and die immediately. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. If you don't, if she's not looking like Thanos, then you got to do it again. Yeah. Agreed. You know. I'm really interested to see how that turns out. I hope it's not terrible. Um, like this last episode of Moon Knight was. Um, oh, wow. All right. Okay. Um, apparently, moving on. Uh, Pedro Pascal, who plays the lead character in The Mandalorian. Um, apparently, Oscar Isaac claimed that Moon Knight would defeat his bounty hunter uh, from Star Wars, and I guess Pedro Pascal responded to Oscar Isaac saying, he said, Moon Knight would definitely win, but, uh, oh no, never mind, this is what, this is what Oscar Isaac said, Moon Knight would definitely win, and who cares if Pedro agrees, because it's fact, you can't argue facts, and then Pedro Pascal, who plays the Mandalorian, said, that's so sweet, maybe Moon Knight would beat the Mandalorian at Scrabble, but not in a fight. I mean, Moon Knight would obviously stop the Mandalorian because Moonlight, Moon Knight is a magical super being and the Mandalorian is just a normal fucking guy with a laser sword. True facts. Like, there's, I mean, gotta take Oscar Isaac's side on this one. It's kind of shocking from the super uh, Star Wars fan. I wasn't expecting that hot take there. I mean, I don't think that's hot. It's like Mando doesn't have the force. If he had the force, maybe. But he doesn't. He's just a guy. He's just a guy right. with a jetpack and a gun. Clearly, as we see, bullets don't mean nothing to Moon Knight. So, as we've seen in this episode, anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, Moon Knight, easy win. No competition. And he's like, and I can take my hood off, you know. Yeah, Dude. exactly. There you go. All right. So, I didn't understand what any of this next article meant. But I'm sure you do. And it's apparently... Disney is expecting to announce a new series at Star Wars Celebration, and it might include Fallen Order's character, Cal Kestis. Yes. Yeah. So that is the character that I predicted. I'm not sure if I predicted on this show, but I will now. That character for sure will be showing up in the Obi-Wan series. No question. Um, that is a character from Fallen Order is a video game. And that character is played by Cameron Monaghan. And he just plays a Jedi who, like, escaped Order 66. That, uh, same old story. But, um, but he's pretty cool. Uh, give him a show. Why the fuck not? <laughs> he's good. I like that actor. And the, and the character you already is have okay. a, the actor cast and everything. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, it, it, will it be better than the first half of Boba Fett? Probably not. Are you, I mean, <laughs> I I assume you're joking, but I yeah, I I would absolutely. like to clarify. Absolutely, for, yeah. Because the first half of Boba Fett was terrible. Or what? What is the new one that's coming out? That's based off of Rogue One. I was surprised they were 
Oh my god, fucking one. uh and and I don't even know that guy's fucking name, which what's is his, what's one of the name? biggest problems with Rogue One. It has the most forgettable nothing characters in Star Wars. It's like Andor or something or Andor is uh, we're thinking of the planet the planet Andor. We're thinking of that. Yeah, it's something it's something like that though. Star Wars Disney Plus series Andor. It is Andor. It's Andor. Cassie and Andor. Wow. I'm Yeah. Well, okay. I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> yeah, but uh that series is for sure going to suck because uh, no one cares about that character. Well, I mean, tons of people care about that character, but I sure fucking don't. <laughs> I've yet to see one in real life, so, you know, could this be Russian bots? You never know. Wait, what? Don't don't worry about it. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Um, so Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness coming out in a couple weeks. It's been rated PG thirteen for quote frightening images and intense sequences, um, and some language apparently. But uh, I, do you? Why do rating systems even exist anymore? Is it really just like moms? I don't know. Yeah, I just was reading this. They're all the same thing, right? There's like four different types of movies. Yeah, I mean, it's so overprotective parents can coddle their children and and act like their children don't see shit they don't want them to see behind their backs anyways, uh, which is what is happening in reality. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I I get it. It's nice. It's nice to know, because even if. Like. Well, I'm sure there are. I just find it funny that they always like list it all out. Yeah, well, I think that's the most helpful part of it, to be honest, because I'm sure there are people out there like maybe, you know, if someone doesn't want to watch a movie with like sexual violence in it, like you want to know that going in. Oh, yeah. So so I definitely I definitely understand that aspect. I don't understand like this movie has swears in it. It's like grow the fuck up, dude. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. Unless unless. I think there should be, like, I think PG makes sense as a rate. Like, this movie is clearly for kids, but then I think, like, everything over PG, just just go for it, man. <laughs> right. Well, it's funny, because they still have G, but, like, to be a G-rated movie, you basically can't do anything. Yeah, at all. And so, like, <laughs> yeah. But I do love, I, I will forever love that they didn't used to have PG-13. And so there's all these PG movies from like the 70s and 80s <laughs> with like tits in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that's, uh, those were the days. Although, although, to be fair, that generation then grew up and literally ruined the world. So, so maybe it is a good idea to have, uh... Touché. <laughs> And with that, we'll move over to Thor, Love, and Thunder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess there is there is more promotional material stuff that they're selling for this movie uh, that has leaked out now. There was a cover of a journal. It's like a looks like it was drawn like a comic, but the characters are clearly what they're supposed to look like in the movies. And it's a cover with uh, James Thor, uh, regular Thor, Korg, and Valkyrie on it. And so it's kind of another glimpse at some like possible designs from the movies. So it's just weird. There's no poster. There's no trailer. I'm 
I have to assume it's all because they're waiting for Doctor Strange. It's got to be. It absolutely has to be. I'm, I mean, I feel like Doctor Strange would be prime for like some really top tier after credit scenes, but maybe they're going to show the trailer as an after credit scene, but that would almost feel like a waste though. Well, that's what they did at uh, Spider-Man, right? We got the full trailer for Doctor Strange in that one, so it's it's not unheard yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah, but but Spider-Man's more I don't know. I feel like they did everything they could have done with that movie in that movie. But Doctor Strange the Multiverse of Madness, I feel like there's an infinite number of little Easter egg things that they could do. Um Yeah, you're 100% right. I'd be pissed for a trailer to take up the spot of something like that. Yeah, I I don't know. This is just a rumor, and to be honest, I don't believe it. So potential spoiler, I guess. But the rumor is that one of the end credit scenes in Doctor Strange is going to be Deadpool, um, which I would love. I think that would be fucking great. Um, But, like, I would much rather see anything, like, in that vein over a trailer. Right. Right, 100% agree. Um, the one other thing, I don't know if you saw this, Eric. There was uh, a bunch of Thor Love and Thunder um, action figures that got leaked. Yo. And the, the first picture of Christian Bale as Gore the bot- God Butcher. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, it looks bad. <laughs> it looks like Drax the Destroyer and Voldemort fucked. To be honest, it really reminded me of uh the shitty inquisitor design <laughs> oh my god Bro. yeah that looks like if they if they tried a little bit harder and actually made a better one uh, yes but just but by not a much. little yeah. bit <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly slight improvement right? exactly it's so weird like oh my god these things have like these things are designed a certain way for a fucking reason. You can't just paint a guy and be like, good enough. Like, <laughs> it's just, I hate that shit. <laughs> this will do in our $300 million movie. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Ugh. Yeah, I'm really hoping it doesn't bother me as much in the, mov- in the movie, but, you know, it's really hard. We just see everything before we actually see how it should look like. You yeah, know? yeah. So. Um, so I, I thought some people might be excited by this. Um, the first 10 minutes of Matt Reeves's reboot Batman movie, the Batman is now available to watch online. And so you can get through the first one hundredth of a percent of the movie at home and then decide whether you want to spend the next six hours in the movie theater, see the whole thing. Well, I actually, I believe that movie's hitting HBO max in like a week. So you won't even, Damn, is it really? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's a very quick turnaround time. Um, but t- honestly, I feel like you could watch the first ten minutes of that movie. You probably get the gist. <laughs> you probably won't. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> you probably don't. That need pretty to much watch covers it. it. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of development that happens past the first ten minutes. You know what? I'll probably throw that thing on if it's on HBO Max next week. I'll throw it on in like my office and just like play it in the background. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a great, you know, a little better. Yeah, I think it'll be a great background movie. It's doing very well. Let me pull up this week's box office really quick. Oh wow! Um, the Batman. It has made almost eight hundred million worldwide. Whoa! 
quite a bit. I mean, I get, I do, I do get it. I understand why people really like it. And I don't hate it. It's fun to make fun of, but I don't hate it. It's an improvement, in my opinion, on a lot of stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, it's certainly an improvement over any of the Snyder Batman. And uh, it's definitely an improvement over Dark Knight Rises. But Batman Begins and Dark Knight still uh, are the goats. Yeah, that's fair. Still not as good as the Adam West 1960s. <laughs> well, what could be? Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Um, all right, don't let me go down that rabbit hole because I will. Um, <laughs> so apparently, also speaking to Anthony Mackie, we talked about him last week when he said he definitely wasn't in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. He says he's going to start shooting Captain America 4 in a few weeks. Um, so <laughs> he said, I'm eating a lot of vegetables and chicken breasts. <laughs> That's what he said <laughs> uh, as his training to get into shape. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've, I feel really um, weird about this movie because I just did not enjoy Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I guess I need to watch it again. I don't know. Yeah, no, that series left a a really bad taste in my mouth. And so the 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 original Captain America trilogy, I think probably is the most consistently good trilogy of of the first couple phases. Um because yes. every movie's amazing. Um but also two out of those three movies had the huge benefit of having the Russo brothers as directors. And this one, this next one will not. And then this next one also has the big negative of it's being written by the same people who wrote Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is it doesn't inspire much hope for me personally. It shouldn't have been that difficult of a story to tell. I'm still frustrated by it, but there's like some people that really fucking love it. And so, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like I love like parts of it, but there's also the suit, some people you know, who love- sniff glue. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, you, you know, <laughs> you're saying true things to me, man. You're saying true things to me. I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> Mia and I watched the first four episodes of WandaVision the other night. Yeah. Man, I haven't watched it in a little bit. It's just so good. It's really just so good. i just so happy with how that started off. Um, so I got to watch the other four. But, man. Already got like good vibes from that shit. All right. Um, two more things from me. So I guess someone asked the guy that played the thing in uh the last Fantastic Four movie, you know, the fan four stick. Yeah. Kind of. That was Nicholas so Holt. Um Jamie Bell. Oh, okay. And someone asked him <laughs> if Nicholas Holt was beast. Re- Sorry, I had to say that or else someone would be annoyed listening to this. Come on, man. Wrong <laughs> movie universe. Someone asked him if he was like wanted to return to play the thing, and this dude had the best response ever. He just said, "I don't think anyone wants to see that." <laughs> Man, I love I love a self aware actor. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's dude, great. this is a man of the people. Yeah, so that's all I got from Jamie Bell. At least he knows what's up. Um, I got one more little interesting tidbit that I thought was that I thought was a, a cool little. Um, thing that came out this week is that apparently America Chavez, who's about to appear in Doctor Strange 2, was originally supposed to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm. And so she was considered part of Spider-Man No Way Home in that she would have played kind of the sorcerer's apprentice 
to Doctor Strange, um, all the scenes that kind of went over to Ned being able to open up the portals and all of that um, was initially supposed to be her. And so oh. um, I guess they changed it because Doctor Strange was supposed to appear before No Way Home. And then they got flip-flopped, and so a lot of things must have been up in the air at that point of what would come first and what would come second. Yeah, I think that's probably a change for the better. First of all, I hope they don't make America Chavez, like, a wizard. I feel like that's not her thing at all. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I love the... I think making Ned... I, I think that worked. I like, I don't know about you. I didn't take it super seriously. Like I didn't take that to mean he's going to be like a magic practicer now in the MCU. I just thought it was kind of a fun throwaway. Like, yeah, my grandma had the gift. And now I do. Too. Right. Like, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably a good decision. That ended up being a good, a happy accident. Dude. I'm like thinking now that you said something like, what if, what if America Chavez in the MCU, like she is just like a sorcerer of some kind that knows how to travel between dimensions or like she has like some weird, like what if that's what they make her? Ooh. I feel like, I feel like just based on her look, like they can't, that would be ridiculous. Like she's wearing like denim jackets and shit. You can't be, I don't every other sorcerer in the MCU looks like a sorcerer. There's no yeah, mistake. That's true. It. They fall into that trope of like all these people wear the same shit that's not normal yeah. now together. Yeah. Like, all right. All right. I don't know. I'm really interested. I'm I'm super hyped on this movie. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I can't wait. But let we got a lot to talk about. Let's let's jump in. You don't have anything else? Are you good? No, I'm yeah, this Star Wars news is um there are like rumors and shit, but until Star Wars celebration, in my opinion, it's all bogus probably. So we'll we'll know we'll know what's up for sure in a couple of weeks. Everyone's talking. Yeah. Everyone's talking. All right, let's jump over main discussion time. All right. Um, we are talking Moon Knight, season one, episode three. It is titled The Friendly Type. Yeah. Um, man, I I love it just in movies and TV shows. It seems so accessible to like skirt the law and everyone always knows somebody. Um, but I actually kind of like the scene where we open up with Layla She's at her mom's house just getting a fake passport created for her in what seems like a matter of minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wonder... Like, who are these people, right? I thought Layla was kind of normal-ish, but, I mean, clearly there's some... I don't know. Yeah, they're like some kind of crazy, like, super criminal archaeologists. (laughs) Right, it's just like a wacky thing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But hey, I think we're going to learn a little bit more about that, it seems, uh, later in the season, based off some comments here and there. Yeah, Um, we are, we talked about this a little bit last week, and maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit. We are 1 billion percent seeing Layla's Moon Knight. No question in my mind at all. Damn, 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 damn. I forgot we mentioned that last week when we kind of made our little prediction. Yeah, that is happening. You can put money on that. Yeah, I wonder if you could call up a bookie somewhere and 
get the odds on some <laughs> of this Marvel Marvel. Oh rumor man, shit. there must be. There must be a way. You can bet on anything. Yeah. I got like people betting on marbles during COVID, so don't, don't <laughs> go anywhere. All right, so that was kind of interesting. She needs to she's following um Mark to Egypt, right? Um and so we cut to Egypt and Arthur and all of his people, because he has all these I don't know where these fucking people he's he's got people everywhere. They're yeah. in Egypt. They're in like whatever fucking city they were like London and and what Switzerland. Like, where are all these people? I yeah, don't understand. Th- this dude's got one hell of a cult. I mean, haven't we seen them on like three different continents or sides of continents at this point? It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. They're, so they're I just keep thinking like, is he just like, like, uh, an e-televangelist of the future and so that's why all these people are just following him around i don't know i i guess i wouldn't want all these people around me when i find amit you know like maybe just me or something i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it but. yeah i think you might i mean i get amit probably is instructing him to oh my god i just had a revelation oh boy i don't think i don't think he is Amit's avatar. We have not seen Dude, I have, have a theory about Am- this now. <laughs> yeah, we have not heard Amit. We have not seen Amit. We have had no indication that Amit is real at all. Okay, dude, check this out. I just was thinking, I was made a joke about the jackals when we posted our last episode, and I kept saying, why is he always doing jackals? So I searched Egyptian jackal on Google, mm-hmm. and then I... um. It just linked me in Wikipedia right to Anubis, yep. who is an Egyptian god of the dead, and Anubis has the head oh, of a jackal. Shit. And um, I was reading through the Wikipedia, and like within a couple lines, it says he attended the weighing during the weighing of like the scale. Oh, no. Um. Fuck! Why? The dead or not? Fucking son of a fucking goddamn fuck. Five minutes later. All right. Well, it's it seems to be working now. You want to just? Yeah. What were we talking about? Did you hear everything about Anubis? No, I only heard. I heard up to the part where you were googling. You googled jackals, and you and you saw it was Anubis. Right, yeah, yeah, so like, wait, wait, I was wait, Googling... wait, before we continue, if this, hi everyone, if this transition sounds weird, it's because our internet fucked up, so <laughs> we were talking about Anubis, uh, please continue. <laughs> yeah, so the whole thought process, what you were saying, Eric, is that, um, we don't think Arthur Harrow is actually serving Ahmet, we haven't seen her, yes, right? So after talking about jackals so much last week and <laughs> making jokes about jackals and how they keep showing up, I ended up searching like Egyptian jackal because I remember in the first episode, I thought it was a dog um, that was attacking him. And I was like, what is this? OK, it's a jackal. Um, and immediately after searching Egyptian jackal, Anubis comes up. Because Anubis is the Egyptian god of the dead that has a jackal for its head. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, I've heard of Anubis, but Anubis isn't in this show or anything like that. And then, like, two sentences down, it says that he attended the weighing scale 
which determined whether a soul would be allowed to enter the realm of the dead or not. And like the weighing scale is the exact same weighing scale they all have on their arm. Whoa. I and so maybe that could be the connection there. I don't know. No, I think I'm. I think we cracked the case. I think this is uh, some Anubis fuckery. And like maybe I don't know. It's and we, we'll talk about the gods in a little bit. But there's clearly some weird shit going on that doesn't make any sense. Yes. So true. I'm calling Anubis. I'm I'm calling him Mephisto for for Moon Knight. <laughs> it's Anubis is going to show up at some point, just based off of all that. There's no way it's that, uh, you know, clear and connected. It doesn't show up. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, I th- I agree. I agree with that theory. All right, so <laughs> where are we at? Mark Spector's in Egypt. We just he's just chasing dudes. We don't even know what he wants at this point, and he's chasing like these three like. Egyptian jabroni dudes with like very flamboyant mustaches. <laughs> uh, who were these guys? This 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 felt like Boba Fett and the Power Ranger characters to me. Yeah. Oh man, it didn't feel quite that bad to me, but um, but yeah, it's to be honest, the 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 thing that stood out to me the most about this scene that I couldn't, I just can't stop thinking about it was when they were, when they were being chased, one of them pushes over one single, very moderately sized rug <laughs> that, yep. It really, it really did a lot of good. <laughs> yeah, that did absolutely nothing. And that, it, that was hilarious to me. Um, dude, you know what I wrote down? I, well, at first I said, dude licks a knife. Some of the most flamboyant knife waving ever. This is in my notes. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I love when there's a, uh, I love when there's a device in a show or, or a movie where like reflections, people are in reflections talking to each other. Yes. Uh, because everything starts getting really fucking clean. All right. Because that dude had what was like the most clean reflective knife <laughs> of all That's time. That's such a great point. Yeah. Oh my God. Completely ridiculous. <laughs> but, but now we kind of had an introduction sort of that there there might be a third personality that we haven't met yet. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe that is that I originally thought maybe that's just Kanshu just taking control, but um but yeah, maybe maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. We will see. Yes, in the, in the comics there is a um there's another personality named uh Jake Lockley that could possibly be more violent. He's like a cab driver though, I think in New York city in the comic book. Yeah. Um, but who knows? There's, there's definitely a more violent, um, personality in there somewhere. So, um, that was interesting. They finally catch up with that one kid. Um, and Kanchu's like, take him to the ledge, you know? And the kid like ends up like basically killing himself instead of telling them where, Amit's tomb is at yeah and so I, I actually thought that part was pretty funny because Kanchu was just like huh thought he would talk <laughs> yeah. dude it's just crazy we don't really ever get any glimpse of like like how Arthur Harrow has such a far reach that people would kill themselves for shit like this um it's very interesting yeah well now that we have this Anubis theory maybe it's because uh Anubis is see well maybe Anubis under the guise of Amit is like promising to uh 
revive like dead loved ones or something of all of these followers dude i just thought of another thing where (laughs) this shit was happening in real life if if arthur harrow was the head of some some egyptian god clan you know you know where he wouldn't make it past at all is is anyone that is not uh, a as old as a boomer, right? They'd be like, all the woke people would come yeah. up. Oh, sure, the the white guy is going to be in charge of the Egyptian god clan. You know, <laughs> instant canceled right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, not totally wrong. <laughs> it is It is a little weird. I don't know, my, my mind just immediately went there. I was like, they're going to cancel the white savior uh, of the Egyptian clan guy. Yeah. It's way too boring. So, all right, so... They want to get the attention of the gods. They need uh, they need their help in order to find where Amit's tomb's at. Um, so Khonshu ends up creating an eclipse, right? It's like an eclipse over the city, which turns the day into night. And yep. then that summoned a meeting of the Ennead, which is all the Egyptian gods. Yeah, this was the point where the episode kind of started taking a nosedive for me. <laughs> yep. I was like, Same. what the fuck is this? Like, there's not. Yeah. For... So basically, like, a, a portal appears for all of the Ennead, but it wasn't all of the Ennead. It was just, like, some of them. Yeah. And then all of their avatars end up being inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. Yeah. Also ridiculous, in my opinion. All nice and clean. Just perfect for them. Yep. Um, and so, like, he talks to, like, one of, like, the goddess of love and music, and she's like, yeah, just, like, it's a little weird, just, like, don't fight it, and, like, their eyes roll back and turn white, and then, like, their gods are talking through them. Yeah, and then the conversation that they proceed to have is a conversation between the dumbest people you could ever imagine. Um. And it's quite honestly astounding. It it really made me rethink my take from last week, which is, well, if Amit is a god, maybe she's really omnipotent. No fucking chance. These gods are brain dead. Absolutely beyond brain dead. (laughs) They don't meddle. They're just there because humanity, they didn't abandon humanity. Humanity abandoned them. And I wrote in my notes, I'd abandon gods if their system of justice was this lackluster too. Yeah, yeah. It's this is the uh this is like the Percy Jackson approach, right? It's like as people stop worshiping the gods, they lose their power. Um which I don't totally hate. I mean that's a fine that's fine as a concept. But uh but yeah, God, I wish I could remember exactly what they said. They were talking about something specifically where I was like, that is honestly the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And these, this series has done absolutely nothing to make the gods seem particularly smart, uh, particularly powerful, uh, or like zero positive traits have been effectively displayed uh, towards the well, Egyptian and gods. Then- they're like basically supposed to do like a court battle. Okay. He's like, hey, Kanchu's trying to find Amit's tomb so that he can kill half the world. Um, and so they're like, all right, well, look what we got here. We got Amit's uh, avatar. And there comes Arthur Harrow. And well, they, well, hold on. I don't think they ever referenced him being Amit's avatar. They've only, they only referenced him as Arthur Harrow. And I don't think he referenced, they accused, well, 
Kanchu accused him of conspiracy to uh like dig up Amit or something. Mm-hmm. And but I don't think any of them ever acknowledged that he was an avatar for anyone. He certainly wasn't possessed like the rest of them were. He was still just Arthur. And um I feel I feel like this was also this was another part where I was like, how fucking dumb are these people? It's like he had the scarab that he used to take right. an army of diggers to the spot. I was like, well, but he hasn't done anything yet. It's like, what are you fucking waiting for? <laughs> like, yeah, I th- I literally wrote down, I was like, why doesn't Steven just say, yo, this dude has the scarab, like, and he's digging her up right now. Like, I just, like, it was so, such a simple answer. Yeah. Um, And it, everyone just seemed so stupid, and then they're just like, see, there's nothing. And yeah. it's like, In- Ridiculous. Come on. Um, And then... They like were able to just leave. It was just weird. I didn't understand any of it, and everyone seemed so dumb. Yeah, very, very dumb. Um, and so after all that happens, that one goddess of music and love just like gives him a clue so that he can follow the MacGuffin to the next step. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so she has to he has to find some other tomb that was located at the same spot where Amit was, according to people, I guess. I don't know. I just I hated it. Yeah, the it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good it's, at it's, all. It's okay to do lackluster things sometimes, but things that like should be easy to not be lackluster shouldn't be. You know. Yeah, it's like you are the first two episodes of this show were so good, and then the third episode where you introduce you're in Egypt now. You introduce the gods. You would think that would be like a big step up and it was absolutely the opposite. Also, I meant to mention this earlier, but the blinking in and out thing is quickly getting old for me. Uh, dude, I, I, I was sick of it when it was, when, when it was Mark blinking in and out, I was like, we fucking, we get it. Like we get it. This is what happens. Yeah. It happened a lot in this episode. And also, can I just say when the avatars were turning into the gods in the pyramid, why does Kanchu have to like yell and scream like a child yeah, while right. everyone else is speaking normally? Like I hated that. I was like, you stop being such like, a little bitch. Yeah. Why would I bring you back? Like, why are you screaming? You're a god. Yeah, Kanchu seems like the kindergartner of the gods. Which I do, yeah, I actually think that is probably intentional. Because I think Kanchu is meant to be like uh immature, but uh but holy shit. This is very annoying. What is happening? What happened? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I don't know. Um, all right, so of course Layla has flown to Egypt. She shows up. Um, and they're gonna work together to kind of figure out where they can figure out the next step to get to Amit's tomb, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Seems very like plot devicey where it's like yeah, you. This person always knows exactly what they need. You know, you can't just look. You're telling me Mark Spector or Layla, I guess either one doesn't have resources to like satellite images or something. You can't just look for the gang of a thousand people in the middle of the desert. Like, <laughs> seems pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, and so, but she also happens to just know this rich dude who's played by the an actor that died 
you know, like right after filming this, which is kind of weird. Oh, really? Um, I did not know that. Yeah, we actually we talked about it several, several weeks ago, but it was long before Moon Knight even came out. And so it was like, yeah, French actor dies was filming in Moon Knight and he plays like the rich guy that is in this episode. Oh, dang. Um, and of course, Layla's like, oh, yeah, people know me here. I know this rich guy and this rich guy has Egyptian stuff. And he actually paid for the sarcophagus that is at Amit's tomb. It's like a really weird fucking trail of things. Yes. Um, and then my notes say they go to the rich dude's house and then fight scene <laughs> was the next thing I wrote down. Yeah, I, I wrote down this fight scene looks like they just used the exact set from the Renaissance Festival scene in Loki. Just at nighttime this time. Yep. 100%. And, uh, yep. But I will say this. I will say this. CGI. They clearly were saving the CGI budget for this episode. I was very happy to see um, none of the CGI annoyed me. Even Conchu in broad daylight looked pretty good. I thought. Dude, the cape when it does the half moon. I don't know if I specifically remember that part he jumps down he jumps down from like a ledge and as his cape is like gliding him down it forms the half moon (laughs) shape oh it's so cool oh man i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look for that yeah it's good stuff that's that's the details i like to see but no he was like throwing like his darts at people yeah it was way better this this episode i liked like blips of the battle but the rest of it was terrible it's it's really i don't know wasn't very good see i thought the i thought the i thought the battle was fine but i yeah i mean like it's just like okay like we have to like go to sarcophagus and then oh wow arthur hero shows up and this guy is so obsessed with magic that he wants to see arthur do it and so arthur blows up the tomb but he's still happy. I don't know. And then it's just that everyone starts fighting each other. It just yeah. Which Mark could have easily boring. Mark could have just summoned the suit and been like, "See, I'm magic too. Fuck this guy." Yeah. Like <laughs> none of it made any sense. That no. guy was a real douche. Um, sorry, actor, you did very well. Yeah, he did. No, I he he. Him. I did like that character. Um, um, but yeah, it's just like I. The one part I did like is when Stephen is like. Let me take it back. Let me have my body. And then, like, he takes it back, and then, like, a spirit <laughs> yeah, impales stabbed. him. He's like, you can have it back! <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. Um, but then it just, like, I kind of got lost in it, I think. Um, and I was like, okay, i just wait for this to resolve itself, I guess. Um, but some parts were kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, like, I like the foreshadowing that Kanchu is gonna take uh Layla I think I don't know if it was made clear before it's it was made clear this episode Layla does not know about this um that Kanchu is like eyeing her as Mark's successor um so that is interesting dude is just like grooming her through his already groomed dude yes weird yeah but uh but yeah no I I yeah, I don't know. I maybe I'm giving the fight scene a pass just because I was finally impressed with the CGI. I was like, "Thank God!" Like this, this is not making me want to gouge my eyes out like it did last episode. Um, so maybe I'll have to I'll have to watch it again. We should say we are recording this, um, like the day the episode comes out, which we don't usually do. 
Uh, so normally we have a little bit more time to digest and even rewatch parts. I usually watch, um, you know, little like things you missed videos and whatnot, which we have not been able to do. So my opinion might probably will change uh, a little bit, maybe more positively, maybe more negatively. We will see. But, um, but yeah, just an FYI for anybody listening. Yeah. I usually watch it twice too, before even writing anything down so um but yeah i don't know i think i i was definitely caught holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck i'm gonna break my fucking computer in half i swear to fucking god oh my god oh man what happened oh my fucking god hello hello okay i can hear you again (laughs) <laughs> can you hear me i can yeah i want to take a fucking okay? baseball bat to this piece of shit no <laughs> i'm not i'm not i'm so pissed I'm <laughs> i can so feel pissed. your anger through the headphones I had I had such a fucking annoying day at work, but I I'm so stressed out about this fucking move, and now this shit just won't fucking work. Just work, god damn it! Oh man, I'm dying right now. I'm dying. So fucking dumb. All right, let's just let's just power through. Let's just power through. I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about you. No, I, I mean I'm I'm fine. I'm just uh, I feel bad for the. I'm fine. For the <laughs> I feel bad for the listeners. <laughs> hey, hey, listeners! <laughs> My life's falling the fuck apart over here. Uh, I can't wait to listen stopped, to that. <laughs> <laughs> the internet stopped working again, and uh, and so we're st- we're starting again from where we were. Uh, oh, man, so please I'm continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my so mind. so funny. Dude, that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I feel oh. like... Uh, I feel like there's a clip in there. That's <laughs> like you probably you, you probably said the same thing that the Unabomber did to his therapist <laughs> the week before. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm. My I'm, stomach hurts from laughing. I'm. I'm at the breaking point for sure. No <laughs> question. <laughs> no question at all. <laughs> oh God. Oh. oh man, I need a second. <laughs> oh, holy shit! I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I can profit off your suffering. Because <laughs> this shit's so funny. Okay. Oh man, I feel like we're we're not only a podcast about comic book related things and Marvel and Star Wars. This is. This is the essence of what being human is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, what, man. That's what people pay for. <laughs> Just the essence of pure rage. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, I get all of my examples of rage. Like when I have to think about emotions, I rage. I associate with you. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's <laughs> always simmering, just just below the surface. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite things is uh, well, we're getting getting very meta, but we'll get it back in a sec. Is when when we're talking about something, and it just it gets you to bubble right above the surface <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> And you just like you just get louder and louder and louder, and then you just <laughs> abruptly stop. Yeah, if if there's one thing I've oh, I know about myself is like when people refer to a hair trigger, there's never been anybody <laughs> with more of a hair trigger than I have. I mean, I can oh, go from great. zero to a million in less than a second for sure. <laughs> Your anger is like a an animation character, you know. <laughs> Like no one's like that. No, yeah. Eric's like yeah. That. Someone's like that. It's this fucking guy. Uh, but then, like, you hit this point where it feels like your body is hitting like a. It's like your brain has left a line where it's just like, okay, once once he hits this, we're boiling him back down. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happens is because I, when I get angry, my, I literally like my body temperature rises so quickly in such a real way. Like I am sweating right now because <laughs> I am so pissed. So basically, you don't need to heat your house as long as you're just literally yeah, li- yeah, dead. yeah. That is so real. I've had people sitting next to me when I've been when I've just immediately gotten angry, and they have commented on how much warmer it has become. It is uh damn, can we turn on the AC a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, someone just said all lives matter to Eric. That's all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, holy oh shit. there we go. Holy shit. Oh, can I just say this has been a beautiful moment in my I'm life. Glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. That's the that was the most real five minutes I've had in a long time. <laughs> oh, all man. right, we're doing a podcast here. Yeah, yeah, we're trying. Um, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did like in this episode that basically these people that know all this shit about Egypt, um, apparently Stephen is still more of an Egypt nerd than they are. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting that he was more of an Egypt nerd than Mark is. It's like, right? Why? <laughs> Like, both y'all know about the Scarab and all this stuff, and so it's like, is it just that he had more time to read encyclopedias or some shit? I don't know. It was weird, but I kind of liked it, because basically they found the location of this tomb, but the sky changes, and it was 2,000 years ago. I also, in my head, was like, wouldn't they be able to kind of predict where that would be? But yeah, you would think apparently so. Apparently, instead, what, what they got to do is Khonshu is going to literally turn back the night sky, in which we got, like, a psychedelic sequence. But because he's doing that, all of the other gods, the Inuit, are going to punish him by turning him into stone. Yes, which he did know would happen, and he acknowledged. He's like, hey, if I fuck up one more time, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm going to have to go bye-bye. Right. Um, but I, so what I did like, before we get too far into that, I do like the fact, well, we'll see how it turns out, but I'm, I'm liking the whole uh, Mark... Steven Layla love triangle because clearly Layla seems to be very interested in Steven. She's married to Mark or, you know, assuming 
these personalities are s- separate, which remains to be... S- I mean, it's weird, because like I don't want to be insensitive. Like It seems like DID is probably a real thing for some people, but it also seems like common consensus through pe- from people much smarter than me is that the vast, vast majority of DID cases are not real. Um, so, but like in the case of this character, we're assuming it's real DID, whether it's God induced or not. Um, but I don't know the appropriate way of like, should we treat, I mean, these two personalities, these two people are sharing a body. So it's like, if the body got married, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who oh is, my god you know what i mean it's like who really what's the protocol here but but i think i'm not paying for dinner you're not my wife <laughs> yeah it's like i do think it's interesting i hope they explore that more but i don't know if they're gonna have like enough time to explore it to the extent that i want them to but i do think it is interesting so far that layla seems to be more into steven than she is into mark probably because Steven isn't an asshole. Yeah, well, and Steven is also her. I mean, Mark seems right. like Mark created this personality to be her, basically. Um, it was very frustrating to me when they were traveling on the boat to like that rich dude's house or whatever. Um like they started opening up to each other a little bit and was which was nice. Yeah. But then like Mark just like immediately shut down and I was like, dude, you're such a fucking knob. Yeah. Such a fucking donut. <laughs> you donut! Um, and so, okay, how did this end then? We, um, well, basically, they figure out where the tomb's at. Yeah, and the, and the world is saved thanks to the power of the iPad. <laughs> yeah, I that thought. iPad was doing amazing things, man. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing. I'm like, wow, that's some pretty advanced shit. But then I'm like, Tony Stark has a suit that just forms out of nanotech. Yeah. So, like, I'd hope we'd have that iPad. And that yeah, you would think. At that point. You would think. Um, but, uh, yeah, they figure out the coordinates. Kanchu gets turned to stone. And then, like, there's a scene with Arthur talking to that one uh, other god there. And it just, I don't know, it seems like there's some, like, weird, weird stuff going on. Some people are buddy-buddies. Some people aren't. It's like, I feel like I'm watching a high school show with a bunch of Egyptian gods in it. Yeah, and, like, so here's my dilemmas. Like, I think that is the right call. I mean, in almost every culture with a pantheon of gods, the gods are depicted as petty and childish and 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 dumb a lot of times. I don't know about necessarily this level of dumb, but, uh, but it's like, but petty and childish for sure. That is the hallmark of being a god. I mean, like... Every culture that has gods, that's just how they are. So, And gods are very schemy in almost every culture. Egyptian gods, Greek gods, Roman gods, they're very schemy. So I, I get that too. I just feel like they're communicating this very poorly. Yeah, it's kind of like the Falcon and Winter Soldier-ization of this episode. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, it sounds like I'll be interested to hear your rating. I don't think I hated it as much as you did. And I do give it a big boost because it finally uh, allowed me to be able to look at Moon Knight and not cringe. 
because the yes. uh, that that always helps. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, right? because the CGI was so much better this episode. But uh... um, I just realized that when I wrote my notes, it says Kanshu moves the sky, then is turned to snow. <laughs> I mean, so I, yeah. If you can't tell, I'm from the Midwest, and I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I think that was the episode. It, yeah, it felt fast and slow at the same time, but. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens next. Yeah. Um, I saw, I have hope that they can uh, turn it around. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, let's jump into ratings. All right. Um, as you know, on the Infinity Watch podcast, we rate our shows, movies, whatever, out of six whole Infinity Stones. It's a hell of a rating scale. It's actually a hell on Earth of a rating scale, <laughs> but it is the one we use. Um. Eric, I'll let you go first this week. All right. Well, since um, since we can't break an Infinity Stone, I can't do this. But to me, this episode was the most solid 3.5 there ever was. But since I have to make a decision, I, just because I'm so happy with the CGI, I'll, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and go for it. And also, I do think Damn. it'll benefit from a rewatch. Maybe I'll just get a little more out of uh, the the Pantheon fuckery. So so I'll give it the benefit of a doubt and give it a very low four, a light four, very light, as light as possible. <laughs> light as a feather. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Um, I do think this episode may benefit from a rewatch for me too, but. I'm trying to do what someone had once told me, and that is using my scale and trying to express my views with the scale we use. So I'm giving this a two. Okay. Um, because I just didn't love it, and it just felt kind of... And it's Moon Knight. It's meeting the gods in the Pyramid of Giza. Like, tracking down a hidden god in the middle of the egyptian desert like that's a cool thing that's why we liked watching fucking indiana jones yeah. right and so it's like why is like this should not just be okay yes agreed. And why am i not like hype as fuck on it and so that's why i gave it a two because there was like elements of it i liked but the rest of it just felt kind of lackluster um and it just bothered me a whole bunch but i like where the story's going I don't have a problem with the actual story. I just don't really like how they're showing it. Yeah, no. It's weird. I think that's totally fair. No. So I'm hoping the next three maybe pick it up and and it kind of sorts itself out. Because even, you know, I, sh- I shit on Falcon and the Winter Soldier all the time because that's my example. Like, there was, like, a lot of cool moments in yeah, the show. Yeah, for sure. And so, and you know, there's great episodes of that show, too. And so um, I'm hoping... It kind of connects together, and maybe it just feels awkward to me right now. Yeah, I don't. Know. So we'll see. I love the look of Moon Knight. Um, there's so many elements of it that I love. It just uh, still doesn't feel like what I expect good to be. Yeah, I hear you. So, all right, let's jump over to recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one I might have kind of named before. There's a sci-fi uh, kind of. I guess just sci-fi. It's like a Chinese sci-fi book series. There's three of them called The Three Body Problem. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like this might even be a third recommendation for this. Yeah, I I bring it up quite a bit. Um, I've never finished 
the last book in the trilogy. Okay. Um, which is called Death's End. Um, D E A T H S Deaths. I can't say that for some reason right Death's now. Death's End. Um and the last one was great. So um the three body problem is the first one. Uh the second one is the dark forest, which is like referring to the universe as a dark forest where like with all the lights out, you don't really see anything, you don't see much there, but like there's act it's actually teeming with life, right? And crazy shit happens in the forest. And so great second book, and then this last one I started reading it again because I started it, didn't finish, started it, didn't finish. I'm like blazing the fuck through it. And it just feels really good. It's really good, cool sci-fi where basically it's we're trying to stop aliens from invading us 400 years in the future by science, like very science-based. Um, but it's super fucking interesting. Highly, highly recommend those books. Nice. Yeah, those. Yeah, that is one I, I would like to give a try um, after Dune, which I'm still slowly going through it's much easier to read than dune the hardest part of reading it is that it, it uses all like chinese names and so it's harder for me to okay. like, relate because they're just not common to um like our you know north american names right and so and they also do last name first name and so it's just like when you just have to grasp that and then like a lot of it's really cool science and stuff but man once that ball gets rolling so fucking good i love it New housewarming gift idea. I'll write that down. Um, all right. What do you got? Um, well, I have uh, been re-watching. Actually, this is a YouTube series. <laughs> it is uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Now, if you don't know what Dragon I Ball Z... I think I've seen Z, that before, right? I don't know if you would have. <laughs> um... Dragon Ball Z Abridged is a fan dub of the first three sagas of Dragon Ball Z that is, it's basically a comedy in the vein of like, uh, the writing reminds me a lot of Archer. If you've ever seen the show Archer, um, lots of, lots of in-jokes, uh the writing is so fucking good and so fucking funny and the voice acting is incredible too they really um do a great job of embodying like the original performances it's obviously way shorter than the than dragon ball z um and it's like you know kind of it respects the show while also making fun of the show i think it walks the line really well so if you have any memories of Dragon Ball Z, even if you just kind of vaguely remember the main plot points, I think this is a super fun watch. Well worth it. Um, it is... Uh... Dude. <laughs> Dude, I think, I think I actually did watch some of that one. Yeah? In my freshman year of college, I was friends with a couple of lesbians that thought that they were vampires and they're like hey okay. let's watch this dragon ball z thing <laughs> and i think i watched a little bit i i had no idea what the fuck was going on let me tell you yeah I, I imagine it would be tough to follow if you don't have at least like a base understanding of like the real story of dragon balls and it does tell the real story of dragon ball z but it does it in such a way where it's like <laughs> i i don't know if it would be 
I don't know how entertaining it would be if you knew absolutely nothing about Dragon Ball Z. Um, I can tell you it just was confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can imagine. And to be honest, the original Dragon Ball Z is probably a little confusing, I, I would guess. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, these half-human, half-monkey people from space come and like m- most of them are bad but one of them's good and it's like i don't know it's it's a it's a weird series to begin with and then there's also dragons and uh and people coming back from the dead all the time there's no consequences for death really at all um but only for the main cast so it's like it's a weird it's a weird thing in general but uh but yeah if you have any love for dragon ball z and you've not watched dragon ball z abridged on YouTube, uh, watch it. It's so well done. It's the best fan-made anything I've ever seen for, like, anything at all. Um, Whoa. I mean, it's incredible. Like, the voice acting's incredible. The writing is... If if these guys have not all... Guys and, and girls have not all gotten whatever jobs they want in the entertainment industry by now because of this... I mean, there's no justice in the world at all. Um, it's it's incredible stuff. So yeah, D- DBZ abridged. That is my recommendation. This just in: Eric Meyer believes there still exists justice in the world. Yeah, true. All right, true. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> this has been a wild <laughs> journey. This whole episode is really, it's really a spotlight on just what life is. <laughs> Yeah, it is. And speaking of life, um, before we wrap up, we should mention there may not be an episode next week and we might just do like a double episode extravaganza in two weeks um, just because with uh, with the move I'm going through right now, I'm going to be packing up my my recording equipment's um and it may not be able to be unpacked. In fact, there's a good chance it won't be able to be unpacked by next week. So may miss next week. We may do somehow an even uh, shoddier episode. We may attempt unsure yet, but uh, if there's no episode in the feed next week, uh, we're sorry, but we'll, but we'll do a, we'll, we'll still talk about the episode. Just might be a week late. Hell yeah. All right. If you want to reach out to us, in between the next time you hear from us, Twitter at Infinity Rewatch or email us at the Infinity Watch Podcast at gmail.com. Let's make sure to include the subject line fuck the billionaires. Oh yeah, fuck those billionaires. Damn, they need their boats though. <laughs> <laughs>